Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Happy New Year to you all. Hope you had a great one. Uh, New Year was uh, pretty good this year. Didn't do fuck all. Went around to a mate's house and uh, had a barbecue and just kept it quiet. Uh, actually stayed up till midnight, which is uh, getting harder and harder these days, but it is what it is. I hope you guys had a great time. And uh, I hope you're not one of these assholes that makes resolutions that thinks you, you're going to actually stick to them because you're not. Uh, do me a favor and think about the resolutions you made last year and see how many of them came true because yeah, 2020 was a wild one, hey? A bit out of left field, but it, you know, it was a fun year. And if you think 2021 is going to be any better, uh, just think about uh, at least 2020 started without lockdown. And got worse from there, but uh, this one, you know, it's starting in a bad place, and let's hope it ends up in a better place, but let's face it, it's uh, it's not going away anytime soon, so whatever you did for New Year, I hope you had fun, I hope you listened to some tracks, I hope you partied, I hope you did something that you wouldn't normally do, you know, if you don't normally get fucked up, that's the, the day to do it. So yeah, I had a bit of a quiet party, and um, sorry this uh, this podcast is a little bit late this week, guys. Uh, I've been a little bit busy, uh, which is just an excuse, really, because really I've been lazy. Been hanging out, enjoying the summertime. It's been fucking pretty nice and warm here in Perth for the last week or so. Doesn't look like it's letting up anytime soon. I uh, I went over to Rottnest Island on Sunday. A uh, bit of a family outing, kind of um, at least get out on the water or something every year together. And uh, it was pretty cool, but if you've never been to Rottnest Island or you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, this is a little island off of Perth. It's about a 40, 45 minute ferry ride over to this little sanctuary, they call it, where it's got these weird critters called quokkas that, that hang out there. It's not the only place in the world that quokkas hang out, but it's one of the, uh, the only places that they're kind of accepted into the culture, where they just sort of get free run of everything they they terrorize people and everyone gets their little shitty selfies with them or whatever um, that's actually where the, the island gets its name because uh, when they first found it they thought they were giant rats so uh, that's how good looking these creatures are anyway there's a lot of them and you know Rottnest Island is a really really cool place um, if you're from Perth you definitely know Rottnest Island you've probably been there I used to um, have a lot of family holidays over there when I was growing up spent a lot of New Year's there and it was affordable back then, but uh, Jesus Christ, they need to get their shit together over on that island now. They're fucking, they're trying their hardest to encourage tourism, but that seems to involve uh, just pricing the average Perth family out of the market completely. Because it's, it's got, it's fucking full of these little shack house things that like have no air conditioning and they should have been demolished 30 years ago and rebuilt, but they haven't been and they still want to charge 400 bucks a night for them, so... Good luck. Not really worth it. So we just went for a day trip, hung out on the beach, got a little bit sunburnt, drank some beers, um, and then potted back and went for a nice Italian feed on the coast. It was really, really nice, guys. So however your new year was, or the days since, hope you had some fun. Hope you had some time off work and all that sort of bullshit. There's a couple of beats I want to hit today, guys. There's a few um, a few albums I want to talk about, and... Uh, at the end, as always, I'll, I'll leave you with some some music, kind of just a bit of a compilation of, of stuff that I showed you last year, just so we can get into the new year with a bit of a fresh start, hey? Which is what I um, 
kind of want to do, get some more jamming done and give you guys some fresh material and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I want to have a big shout out to uh, Mariana. I'm not going to say your surname. I'm going to keep it a little bit anonymous on this podcast, but I actually reached out to us and suggested an album that um, had fallen under my radar last year and asked me to check it out. And the album is The New Abnormal by The Strokes, not to be confused with an album called The New Normal, um, which is an old album by a band called Cog, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. Fucking amazing. If you've never listened to Cog, definitely check out that album. Yeah, the album since then, not, not as much, but um, Jesus Christ, this is a three-piece band from Australia, and they're fucking unreal. Um, prog, rocky, uh, completely fresh new vibes, um, well, at least they were back then. Yeah, check out Cog, that's the new normal, but um, the album we're going to talk about today is from The Strokes, the new Abnormal. It's an album that came out in April of last year, um, and it fell under my radar, guys, so I apologize for not checking it out. Um, I do have some friends, and I believe uh, Curtis, who you've heard on this this podcast, um, is a bit of a fan of The Strokes, a bit of an indie rockish sort of band, never quite tickled my fancy the way I'd like my fancy to be tickled, however... Really good album. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Um, I checked it out, and guys, i got to tell you, this fucking album is like an eclectic mix of a whole bunch of different bands that you've heard before. All kind of got their influence in a whole bunch of different songs throughout the album, so you'll listen to this album and you'll be reminded of a lot. It's really, really cool. Again, it's going back. I, I don't know what's going on, guys, but it's going back to the, the fucking 80s synthy sort of thing. It's that nostalgia loop that we've been talking about. Um and it's definitely uh, present in this album. Uh, check it the fuck out. It's really, really cool. Like when I, when I was listening through this album, guys, um, I was having to pause it and go check out other bands that it was reminding me of just to see that one, I was trying to hope that it wasn't a direct ripoff of certain songs, even though some of them completely were. Um, but also it's just this influence all the way through. Like I was listening to tracks and it had like, um, like the first couple of songs of the album had like a real sort of dulcetti, um, Radiohead vibe to it, you know, sort of like the, the not very energetic songs of, of, of Radiohead, but not too ambient. Um, obviously without the genius of Radiohead. But um, yeah, it was really, really fucking cool. Uh, and you get to some songs, like there's a song in there called, um, what did I write down? Uh, bad decisions and it's got like one of the like a like a clean guitar riff in there that's fucking reminiscent of like even 90s blink 182 sort of shit like like an adam song sort of thing it's just the tone of the guitars and the style of the riffs and all that sort of shit um the singing is very relaxed very very like i'm not gonna say sloppy but intentionally low energy if you know what i mean in some parts but really really cool really cool it's a fucking great album um, I uh, was recommended by Mariana of which songs she seemed to think were the, the highlights. Um, they were good songs as well. I forget which ones you actually mentioned to me. Sorry. Uh, but what stood out to me was a song called Summer. That was really, really fucking cool. It had like a weird mix of like a, like a, some Milky Chance style vocals. I hate to say it. Maybe some old ass, like first couple of albums of Modest Mouse. I don't know if you guys ever listened to Modest Mouse, but um, yeah, there was those, those influences there. And there was like, even like some guitar parts that were kind of like Pink Floyd-y, like The Wall, sort of just like straight four on the floor, 
basic rhythm in the background, but um, with this nice syncopated sort of um, funky guitar riffs over the top. Really, really cool. Um, but like I said, this this whole album has a collection of influences that have all been compiled. It, it kind of gave me the same sort of feelings that when I listened to like a Tame Impala album, where I can hear different elements of, of great bands from days gone by, sort of giving new life to this new sound. And I really, really like it. Um, like I said, there was uh, there were songs in the album that were like almost, I don't want to say complete rip-offs, but <laughs> they were very human leaguey, very indie, sort of um, rocky, dancey. I don't really know how to, how to say that, but you know, the, the four on the floor, sort of indie, heavy synth 80s vibe. Uh, really, really, really cool. And um, I enjoyed the shit out of the album. So thank you so much for the suggestion, guys. Um, if any of you guys have anything that you want me to check out, email me. You, um, all my info is going to be in the description of this podcast, so check it out. You know, flick us an email. I'll, I will respond and I will check it out and uh, maybe talk about it on the podcast if it's worth it. And this album definitely was. So thank you, Mariana. Um, one thing that really stood out to me about the album was the production quality. Holy shit, it was great. And no doubt it was great. It was by the great Rick Rubin. And as far as I can tell with um, the limited amount of research that I actually did on this album, it seems to be the only album that Rick Rubin produced in 2020, which is rare for him. He's very prolific. He, he creates a lot of shit. And if you don't know who Rick Rubin is, as far as a producer um, goes, he's like the, uh, like the John Williams of, of production. He's there with things that you've definitely heard, but you didn't know they were him. Like this guy started way back in the eighties, maybe even earlier. He's pretty much responsible for the the birth of the hip hop scene. You know, he was working with people like Run DMC and LL Cool J and even the fucking Beastie Boys back in the day. I'm pretty sure he produced those albums. Um, and then kind of took a bit of a spin into like the the metal rock sort of thing. So in the eighties, he was with Slayer, all that sort of shit. And throughout the nineties, he just fucking pretty much any good album that came out <laughs> no that's extrapolation obviously but there was a lot of good albums that were produced by rick rubin in the 90s we're talking about fucking pretty much everything the red hot chili peppers did tom petty he worked on an acdc album um he got involved with system of a down and F rage against the machine audio slave even fucking limp biscuit if you remember those guys fucking monsters and uh He's done, he's done almost every single style. You get into like the more of the pop sort of scene. He's done Kid Rock and fucking Adele, Lady Gaga, Ed Sheeran's X album, which I guess would be 10, which wasn't his 10th album. Uh, yeah, all produced by Rick Rubin. It's insane. Um, and he's uh, responsible for producing one of my favorite albums of all time, which is uh, Future Sex Love Sounds by Justin Timberlake. God, that's a good album. And the production quality is insane. I've got it on fucking vinyl. Listen to it all the time. Great. This is all Rick Rubin. So probably the, the reason why this album sounds so good might be in his hands. Um, the creative of the album is really, really good as well. Like I said, it's an eclectic mix of shit. Uh, so go ahead and give it a fucking good run. Um, listen to it a few times. Um, the wife seemed to enjoy it. Uh, it's something that I'll probably, you know put in a playlist somewhere at least a few tracks like i said that 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 track called summer that would definitely appear in a playlist somewhere so if i was going to give it that star rating based on my idea of uh what's re-listenable to me i would give it about a three about a three stars that's a fucking 
that's high praise, by the way, because a five-star album doesn't come along too much. Or too often, I should say. But anyway, yeah, check it out. So that is The New Abnormal by The Strokes. Um, thank you, Mariana. Um, and, and thank you, Rick Rubin, for doing another fucking fantastic job. I don't know what the hell's happened over the last year, but you haven't really produced much. So go ahead and keep working because we, we love you. Um, Rick Rubin pretty much looks like a homeless Santa Claus, but has the ear of an angel. So let's get him involved with some new productions in the future, shall we? Just by um, knowing who the fuck he is. Anyway, moving on. Um, there were some new albums sort of dropped over the, the Christmas, New Year sort of period, and everyone's a little bit busy, so I d- doubt everybody really got to, to listen to a lot. Um, same with podcasts as well. The traffic seems to be a bit fucking low over this period, which is understandable. No one's really driving to work. Hopefully you're not driving to work, but, um, either way, hang out with us. And, uh, this is just going to be a little, little podcast in the meantime. We'll get things really ramped up for next year, sort of in a few weeks time or whatever. We'll give you guys some fresh jams and some, some fresh music and, and all that sort of shit like that. But another album that I wanted to talk about guys, um, which is, Pretty damn unknown. Um, this is an album called Cultures by Pogo. You guys ever heard of Pogo? Don't think so. Um, I can tell you a story. Uh, the reason I found out about Pogo, and God bless the guy because he's done something to music that's really, really impressed me. And I fucking, I, I literally listen to Pogo, everything he does on shuffle, probably at least once or twice a week. Um, you know, you know what I'm like, guys. Um, there, there's music for different things in life, right? It's a soundtrack to your life. Um, music is how you decorate time. You know, if fucking art that you chuck on your wall is to decorate space, music is how you decorate time. So um, there's uh, lots of different ways to decorate it, depending on the mood, depending on the day, depending on the weather, depending on your actual fucking just feeling and disposition for the day. Um, so, yes, I do like my heavy rock. I know we talk a lot about bands like Pussifer, and we, we talk about, like, Deftones and Tool and all, all these great, great bands. But you know what? I'm not chucking them on when I'm hanging around the pool with some cocktails. And if I'm having friends around or family around or whatever, there is other music that I'll put on in the background to just sort of set the tone, set the mood. Some bands like, um, like Fat Freddy's Drop out of New Zealand, one of my favorite bands of all time, because of that reason. It just sets a beautiful vibe. No one's going to object to it. It's just cool music in the background. And Pogo is exactly that as well. I fucking love Pogo for this. Um, anyway, he released a new album called Cultures. And Pogo's um, a guy that I found out about uh, <laughs> from watching fucking Louder with Crowder. The Stephen Crowder right-wing bullshit show uh, that tries to be funny but kind of fails on that since they fired on Benjamin. But... Uh, Either way, when these guys would do a live stream or anything like that, you know, in between segments, they would just chuck on this music. And I remember hearing and like really liking the style of music that was getting played. And, and then all of a sudden there was a song and I'm hearing all these sound bites, little clips um, from The Mighty Boosh, which is a BBC comedy um, from probably 10, 15 years ago uh, that I absolutely loved. I found The Mighty Boosh hilarious. But yeah, hearing all these Mighty Boosh clips inside a song, I was like, holy fuck, i got to find out who the hell this is. And it turns out it was a dude from Perth. Um, so shout out to Pogo. Shout out to Perth for producing another great artist um, alongside the likes of Carnival and Tame Impala and stuff like that. 
Um, but anyway, Pogo seems to be a little bit underrated. Everybody in Perth should know fucking Pogo and should know that he's from Perth um, because he's done something with music that is just underexplored but fucking awesome. So what this guy does, he's a, he's a bit of a just a normal electronic producer. I'm not going to say normal, but he's an electronic producer, so he's doing it. He's a one-man show. He's doing it all by himself. And uh, he kind of takes little sound bites of speech, of little ideas throughout from movies, from TV shows or whatever, kind of auto-tunes them, kind of places them in his songs. And it to me, it's just a really, really refreshing take on vocals where they're not trying to tell a story. They're not trying to fucking pour their heart out or anything like that. Um, they just become like riffs really catchy so you've got the hook elements you've got the repeatability elements of them you've got wicked rhythmic elements in them um but they're vocals but they're really just acting like riffs throughout the song and they they do tell a bit of a story but it's kind of a bit a lot of call and response like like there'll be like one vocal clip and then another vocal clip sort of doing a different thing like a counter melody to it and um they just become part of the the whole production of the song so it, they, they sink in. So it's not like there's music and then there's a story being told by a singer over the top. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like it's all part of the music. And that's what I fucking love Pogo for. And this album, whilst there was like, I wouldn't really say a song that stood out way above the rest. Excuse me. There was some great, great cool songs in there. But the whole like style and tone of the album is just great. Um all of Pogo. Like if you if you guys go on Spotify, look up Pogo and just press shuffle play on the whole fucking catalogue, you will not find something that you're really objecting to. It's just gonna set a great tone for a nice summer afternoon or anything like that. Just hanging around the house, you've got friends around or whatever. No one's actually li really listening to the music, but they care about it, you know? And it's setting that vibe, it's that soundtrack for life sort of thing. God, Pogo's really, really good at that. And um, yeah, really enjoyed the shit out of that album. So thank you, Pogo. Um, I know you're a guy from Perth and, uh, you know, roughly in the same wheelhouse as far as age goes. And we, we, you know, we might've even crossed paths at some point because Perth is a fucking small town. So I'm sure Pogo knows someone that I know, but either way, really, really cool. Um, check out that album. So that's two. If I was to give the Pogo album, like a star rating in the other one, because I said almost you know, a couple times a week, I'll put on shuffle play. I'm sure these songs will get played on them and I won't skip them. So it's probably pushing like a four or five stars. Let's say four. Let's say four because I wouldn't intentionally seek out this album in particular, but I know it's going to appear on my common sort of uh, soundtrack playlists. So yeah, that's going to be a four star album, guys. Check it the fuck out. Pogo. Really, really cool. Apart from that, guys, I wanted to keep this episode a little bit short. Hit you guys up with um, some music at the end. What I thought I would do instead of um, like showing you a jam and, and giving you a song or giving you something something brand new or whatever, I thought like you know what, this is a good time to just sort of compile everything that I've I've shown you over the last few episodes as far as um, Liam and I's music has gone. Um, as you know, the podcast started with just me and Liam jamming music, and they're all the old episodes that are not available on Spotify because. Um, the people at Spotify are retards and don't understand what's going on, so they wouldn't allow that. But they would allow these more polished tracks for some reason. Uh, so if you want to listen to the like the full context of all these things, check out all the old jams. There's still a lot of great ideas to be mined from there uh, that Liam and I will probably get into 
maybe in the future, maybe over the next few months, maybe never, who knows. Uh, but either way, they're all on um, iTunes or anything else, anything other than Spotify, you'll be able to find those. But if you're on Spotify, these are just kind of the songs that I've shown you little clips of the jams and then the song, well, the next level of the draft. I'm not going to say these are full fucking songs. None of them have names. None of them have lyrics. And uh, that's where you guys come in, by the way. If you're a vocalist out there or an instrumentalist or any kind of musician and you think you've got something to add to any of these tracks, hit me up. I will send you the tracks. I can even try and um, find the stems, but I don't know if they exist anymore because we've had hard drive failures and all that sort of shit. But either way, you don't have to chop it out of the out of the podcast they could just give you the tracks and you can add whatever you want send them back let me know and you know they might come up on the podcast it might be really really cool if you're a vocalist out there or whatever and uh yeah it might be fun so i'm not too sure how many i've shown you um since we relaunched this podcast uh, however many months ago um maybe, maybe four maybe five and so i'm just gonna put them at the end of this podcast sort of back to back in the order that they appeared in the the podcast episodes and uh, hope you enjoy them, guys. You know, they've got some weird vibes to them. There's a lot to be done, a lot to be added, a lot to be restructured. It doesn't really matter. They're the next level of draft. But uh, it should be a fun little, you know, 15, 20 minutes of music after this. And uh, yeah, just listen to them back to back. And if you get so inspired, you know, maybe smoke a joint, fucking hang out, you know, take some drugs and, uh, and listen to them that way. And you never know, you might come up with some cool ideas to add over the top. Or you can just sit and listen and enjoy. Hope you've all had a great new year, guys. Um, sorry again for this podcast being a little bit late. Been a little bit slack enjoying the summer, trying to clean up my pool so it's ready for me. And uh, with that, I'll give you some music. Take care, guys. I'll speak to you guys next week. This is the Jam Room Podcast. <laughs>